Hello and welcome to Warhammer Workshop. My name is Amy and I am joined as always for this very special episode in particular by my good friend JF. JF, hello. Hi. Things look different. Well, there's a little extra here. <laughs> Which I suppose a lot of this is lost on the audio podcast listeners, but it's fine. Uh, so, this week, go ahead. You so I, I was just going to say like uh, anybody that's listened to the show, whether it is the podcast or the, the video on YouTube, we talk constantly about this little event uh, that we refer to as Hobby New Year, mm -hmm. which is the art to us at least and to a lot of people in North America, the biggest celebration for the hobby, uh, Adepticon, which is, as far as I'm concerned, the best wargaming convention in North America. Mm. Uh, it's where we celebrate ho Hobby New Year. It's where we shop for cool new models, participate in hobby seminars, tournaments, and most of all, we just you know hang out with friends. Yes, it's and a lot of them friends that we only get to see at Adepticon because they come from everywhere. So, but of all the events in at Adepticon, one of them <laughs> that is the most cherished to us is obviously the Warhammer 40k friendly. Yes. And I mean, it's to me, it's how I feel 40k is meant to be played. We beer and pretzel, mostly beer. It is um, usually terrifyingly my first game in at least a year. So <laughs> it's great. It'll it's be fine. Time. No, th this, fine. this time, this time I'll, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll get a practice run on Thursday. <laughs> so one we've decided to uh to invite uh one of the mad geniuses behind <laughs> the uh the the, the 40k friendly and and other things like um this our, our good friend brian carlson here hi brian Hello, um, so you you've worked on the on the 40k friendly are you an instigator of the event you know, like, I were you from the beginning yeah, I picked it up year two when it was uh, the big Lebowski theme. And I'm like, oh, this is the one of my, again, one of my favorite movies ever. And uh, they're like, hey, Brian, you want to run this? And immediately I said, yes. So <laughs> I picked it up uh, year two and have ran with it since. I think it's we're kind of like 12 years of running the friendly, something like that. Nice. I, I can't say. I, I can't, I'm trying to remember when I started playing in the friendly. And it wasn't, it wasn't close to the beginning, um, but it's, it's been like maybe five to six years. Yeah, it's so, great. Every, every year we movie theme it. It's so yeah, good. that's that's one of the things I'm going to want to talk to you about. But can you just for for the audience or people who may not have had the the privilege, <laughs> the, uh, the the luxury of playing in the Warhammer 40k friendly? Uh, I gave my short description of it, but that's as a participant. But how how would you present? How would you sell the friendly to uh, to to an Adepticon attendant? For sure. So I mean, the first thing is we don't treat it seriously, right? So like put all the, you know, comp, crazy, uh, let's win at all cost things aside. That is, this is not the event for that. But if we boil it down to like what I think gaming is all about is sitting around with friends, drinking a beer, rolling some dice, telling good stories, having a good time. And it's like both sides need to have fun uh, to make it work. And we kind of celebrate that. So if anytime we see things going too seriously, we'll uh, insert some uh, wacky hijinks to uh, <laughs> ruin the serious plans from time to time. But um, basically what we do is we make a 1500 point army. Uh, we do review the list a lot of times to make sure they aren't super crazy. And uh, we put some very odd missions that are themed around a movie every year. So uh, we've gone back. Uh, Jeff, do you remember what was your first? Do you remember some of the movies that we did in the past? Like what was some of the earlier ones? Uh, you guys did Friday the 13th. I remember that one. Mm -hmm. um, My first one was Blues Brothers. Did Blues Brothers. Oh, Which one? Does, oh, there's another one that escapes me. I, I know last year was uh, Spaceballs. 
I painted a lot of plaid for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, nice job too, by the way, on the theme. It's yeah. Uh, I, no, I, I think I got best appearance. Someone else got theme. Uh, but yeah, no, I, I'm trying to remember just another one that was. We did the, we did the Dirty Dozen for 12. Uh, we yes. did um, Spinal Tap for 11. So crank it up to 11. We usually try to uh, theme the year to the uh, the movie. We've tried in the past. It gets harder the, the more years ago by. Yeah. What, year are, what year are we on this year? Shoot, are we are we legal drinking age? Are we 21? Oh, snap. 22? I think somewhere on there yeah, at this point in time. Did we yeah. did we skip 16? Did we not get 16 candles? Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> That's a wild was, uh, one. What we did for 16. But yeah, yeah, last year was 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 to fun. This year is going to be Top Gun themed. And this is before we saw, you know, Top Gun Maverick come out. So there will be planes involved in all the games, which is really, really kind of cool. Top Gun Maverick yes. coming out has made my over my my like all of my auxiliary things a lot easier because top gun merchandise is very easy to get a hold of right now yes and i, I saw I further in crime jeff is not uh participating too heavily in the uh beach uh beach scenes we'll uh we'll keep it uh, <laughs> 13 and not uh too 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 much beyond that listen i've gone back to the gym just so i can be presentable without a shirt um, <laughs> so i'm i'm expecting some volleyball yeah, that's one of the fun things we try to do between the second and third round. We do kind of some kind of fun team participation. So I should have, I should have brought that out for those who have not seen the friendly. Instead of everyone competing against each other, we break up into teams. So I know there's a certain color that is very fond of the two of you. It's fine. Go team. Go pink. team pink. Go team pink. Yes. <laughs> yes. So we uh, we divide the teams up into eight colors. We give them bandanas to kind of get some uh, some team camaraderie, and then the overall team score gets uh, together so it really doesn't matter what individuals do but uh the team competes together and a lot of these people have met for the first time in their team and, and uh, see each other every year at the friendly mm -hmm. oh i know i've made a lot of friends or or at least um i should say shored up some friendships at the friendly <laughs> uh the whole team pink thing has become kind of a meme in of itself and it's it, it is by far my favorite event uh, at adepticon uh, so bandanas like uh, we should have brought the uh, bandanas out for props for those that are watching on the video <laughs> that's why i was looking around my uh, around my desk uh, there for a second i last year amy in, just in case we needed it sent us some uh some t team pink masks and I that's did. what i have i do have all my bandanas uh from previous years i think the only one that's not pink is from my first year i think i was team maroon or brown nice I, it's a good time right. I'll put it, it on our. I'll right put anymore. it on our Instagram. It'll be fine. It'll be good. Absolutely. So, since you weren't there from the beginning, um, can you tell us anything about like who, who, or how the idea for the war for the forty k friendly came up? Yeah, Chris Merstat uh, was kind of the original uh, mastermind behind it. And he was running all the forty k events back then, which is pretty Ooh. cool. And I know we wanted to do something opposed to the uh, championship final games. You know, the top sixteen, which is incredibly right. serious and. <laughs> you know that's the that people really want to win it all all and uh we wanted to go something fun and different that uh someone could participate if they weren't you know going for like the top top spot in the uh, championship so that's what spawned it and he just thought doing a movie theme they actually had a sculptor you know sculpt the dude for the uh the movie the <laughs> theme, like a space dude which uh, i think he still maybe gets something to death again uh, and then, uh, like I said, I just, I fell in love with this theme because I, I love just the crux of just having a good time, uh, you know, playing war games together. So that's where Jeff and I, uh, jumped in on it right away. I so, I, so, I mean, you've already kind of hinted at it, but what would you say that so far your favorite theme for the 40k friendly has been? 
So I think uh, Camp Adepticon Friday the 13th was one of my favorites. Um, I had just had a uh, baby daughter at that point, my first first kid. And my one of the guys that was helping out made merit badges that you got to wear on a sash for doing <laughs> stupid things throughout the thing. So he made a little baby merit badge uh, specifically for me. So that's kind of, kind of special to me. Um, and I think that was a year that we paraded around the top 16 chanting uh, – we had, I'll take that back. We had everyone grab their favorite miniature that they painted. We lined up everybody in a row and we walked around the top 16 tables chanting, uh, you know, holding up our miniature and everybody shouting the why this is uh, this is all about, you know, the hobby and, you know, having fun painting. and it drove the uh, top 16 crazy. We're trying to be real serious. So there's a little bit of rivalry with the uh, super competitive side of 40K and the uh, friendly. who It's a little inebriated by the end of uh, game three. <laughs> a little. A little. <laughs> I, I like uh, to. Yeah, I, I like to think that traditionally I tend not to remember my second game unless yeah. something really weird happened. Like I'll I'll remember snippets here and there, but the detail will be the details will be fuzzy. Uh, what I is that? What this is my seeing? rodent of unusual size from the Princess Bride year. <laughs> Princess Bride was a year too. That I was, was trying to remember one. that one. Yeah, Princess Bride. I have Buttercup. They're running into and havoc, creating havoc on the boards, uh, biting people. I think if yeah. you had them doing right. I think the, the Blues Brothers one was great because there was the nun that did the ruler slap. Yes. And that was vicious. It was so good. Yeah, last year the uh, packets of jam got a little out of hand for space balls. You could stop someone's action from happening by throwing a, a jam packet at them from like, you know, those little uh, fast food jam, uh, mm -hmm. jam mm -hmm. packets. So Jeff bought like a hundred or so of those things. <laughs> The funny thing is, like, I think the next day I saw people were still like snacking on some of those. <laughs> oh, it's so good. Yeah, orange whips. Orange whips happened orange for the Blues teams. Yeah. We did the orange whip uh, uh, contest. Yeah. I remember the challenge for that one was messy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we haven't come up with a theme for the uh, challenge between rounds two and three yet, but uh, yeah, again, I wouldn't be surprised. There's some kind of uh, beach beach challenge throughout that. So yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, I'm I'm working on my hot bod, so <laughs> I'm sure everyone's eager to see that. I mean, you've got, uh, oh no, it's not working. You've got several days left. Let's say, uh, forty eight. <laughs> no fine. problem. It'll be fine. No problem. No problem. I can I can lose a hundred pounds. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, how much? Do, uh, uh, um, we we keep mentioning the uh, the subject of inhebriation, and I I know that it's not an eighteen plus event, but how much of a role would you say that drinking plays in uh, in forty k friendly? Well, I would say it's uh, take care of your opponent, right, in good ways possible. So that's like people share um, beverages. You might you know buy maybe it's a Coke or a you know a Pepsi or something like that. Kind of help your opponents out. Uh, so it, it, again, it's in the spirit of both sides having a good time. So there's a lot of toasting. We have had uh, finished glasses count as terrain at times. Like that sometimes enters in as a rule set every so often. So a little bit of game gamesmanship if you uh, finish drinks that uh, that sometimes happens. But we do want to keep it safe. We did have some previous years where we had a little over the top <laughs> and all big family. So it's kind of watch out for your friends and uh, make sure everybody's safe. I, uh... It's funny because... Sorry, I, go ahead. I have I have I've had experiences on both sides. There was one year where I did not drink and there was one year where I had just cracked open a beverage when the countdown started that one could put one's empty onto the table as terrain and 
I it was a rare doubles round and my partner really needed some blocking terrain and I did take one for the team and I do not remember the rest of that game. Nicely done. Mm-hmm. That, that is some that is uh, some help. <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. It's, it's like I'm playing it's like the friendlies friendly. already. Mm. <laughs> it's like I'm playing there already. Yeah. Um yeah, no the, the friendly is definitely one of my favorite things. Uh, like I said I'm already working on my models for it's going to be a great time but the friendly is not the only thing that you're doing for Adepticon. correct yeah so this last year i saw something new we uh we started out andy and nate uh started out the narrative which is a really small event with some cool themed tables that had a a titanicus game 40k games and kill teams going on at the same time where they all interacted so we provided the models uh there's some really unique massive terrain that kind of had uh had some big and miniature versions of that and all interacted so i saw that and uh, i was helping out with the uh, uh team tournament at the time like man i would really love to help this event grow so this year we're doing we're doubling the narrative side size so i mean not not huge we're doing 16 people and we'll have uh space battles titanicus battles 40k and kill team all interacting with uh a very cool theme and all again miniatures provided by us that's so awesome when you, when you say space battles, do you mean like a Balfleet Gothic? Yeah, so we're going to run the Titanicus rules with spaceships. So we're going to borrow from that since it's more of an active system that people are familiar with. But we'll have uh, space battles and there will be a space hulkish game going on in the boarding actions in one of the spacecraft in 40k size. So there will be and a big asteroid. Nate's working on a giant asteroid where we'll have some Votan mining and finding something unique and interesting up in the, uh, up in the, the space. So it's going to be good and fun. Very interactive. Uh, can, can you remind me what day of the convention <laughs> that is? So we are doing it Thursday and Friday. We're doing four sessions, uh, real small. I think they're five, six hour sessions, four hour sessions, something like that. But we'll repeat it both Thursday and Friday. So yeah, those of you that are not doing the super competitive events or just want to stop by and check it out, uh, I think it kicks off right around uh, 10 o'clock or noon on Thursday is our first session. But yeah, we'll have four or four of those. They did all sell out, but you'll see some really big terrain. We'll be behind uh, the friendly area and behind the champs going on so in that same 40k hall i am i'm very interested in seeing how that works i remember back in the days of i want to say fourth edition maybe fifth uh games workshop put out a, a what amounted to a pamphlet called uh, warhammer 40k invasion that had scenarios that from Balfley gothic and from warhammer 40k and how they make these scenarios kind of inter- interact and at the time, I, I've always been big on on optimistic projections of what Games Workshop is trying to do. And I was hoping, oh, they're prototyping a more complex, more integrated campaign system for all their different games. They did not, because I, as I like to say, Games Workshop loves leaving money on the table mm-hmm. with cool projects. <laughs> but what you're describing is sort of a, a, a DM'd version of, of that pamphlet. And I find that, oh, chef's kiss, wonderful. Thank you. It's definitely going to be um, very much uh, directed by the three of us. So that will kind of help guide and move things along. It'd be, you know, it's to, to make it more fun for everybody too. So there won't be any lopsided battles going on. We'll, we'll make it challenging. Uh, you mentioned that it's Thursday and Friday. Are these two different sessions or is it a continuous event? Well, we're going to repeat the same session each time uh, this year. So and if it's big and received pretty well, we'll kind of grow it. It might be a multi-session continuum in the future. So definitely looking to get feedback from the attendees. 
Right. I'll give you my immediate feedback. <laughs> my biggest problem I'm having with Adepticon these days is too many overlapping events. Like there are clearly certain things I will not sacrifice doing, like say the Warhammer 40k friendly, but then at the same time, I can't play any Adept, uh, Aeronautica Imperialist because everything overlaps. So you guys need to consult with me when doing the schedule <laughs> to make sure that I can fill out my days with all the fun things I want to do. And then you guys can figure out everything else around that. We're here to serve. I mean, you know, it might be something where we do a late night session for one of these. Like one day we do something late. It's just someone that wants oh, to be a little here and pretzels, relax. Yeah. You know, again, less less stress. That's actually something that's a good idea to consider for next year. Yeah. Talking to me? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, no, don't, don't. I don't I don't have the event organization skills you guys have. <laughs> um so you also work with the, the for the team tournament, right? You do some uh, some support for that, or are you part of like the core organization? Yeah, I never so understood I, what everyone's role was for. No problem. I was going to take over for the team tournament this year, and I just realized I just don't have the bandwidth of you know work and kids and all that kind of good stuff. So um, I am turning it over. I'm actually going to be playing in the team tournament again this year. So Jeff and I of the friendly will be playing. We're back to doing a team again. So uh, we're no no intent of winning anything. We're just here to roll some dice. That uh, nothing nothing crazy for theme competition for us this year. But uh, no, yeah, I helped out with the team tournament last year running it. Uh, and super exciting to see kind of what they have in store, but I don't know any of the details. No, no hidden secrets from me. <laughs> I, I mean, we're we're, we're not together enough to doing. have asked any questions anyway. Plus, no. we're not. Are we go in? We're like the round one loss people. Like, please let yeah. me lose round one and get me in the losers bracket so that I can just have a good time. It's, it's actually caused a rift in our, the original team that we had because some of our players wanted to do more and clearly no one that wants to win best general or, or best overall teams up with me. No. And I'm so. so bummed out the one year our teams would have played each other. I had to leave the convention for a, for a funeral, which that sounds horrible. But actually, <laughs> no, I, I, back. Yeah. And uh, our teams actually played. We got paired that round. I remember that. It I, I, shockingly, I remember, and I say shockingly because I think that was a day two thing. And on day two, usually, I either day no, it was the third game of day one, and I believe there was a bottle of whiskey of Jameson on the table. Uh, yes, yes, there was. It was going down very quickly, <laughs> but I do remember uh, we you your team uh, kicked our ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't. No part of that. No, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> it was not me for sure. It's listen. I don't care. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> I I paint my pretty models. I uh, usually our team we we go for theme and presentation. Um, we 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 like to tell a story. So that's what we're hoping to to get done this year too. Yeah, favorites for uh, theme, and that's why I really like the showcase. That's always so cool to see everyone's hard work that goes into that. It's it's incredible to see some of the things. Like if if uh, if you're going to Adepticon, whether you're signed up for the team tournament or not. Um, Make sure you 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 get yourself like a, a thirty minute in the evening on Saturday to check out yeah. the team tournament showcase. It is forty k at its absolutely most spectacular. We are super biased about that, but it is absolutely. You do not want to miss this year. Oh no no you don't. <laughs> I yeah. cannot I reveal anything. This but, is four years in the making oh, because of like because of the pandemic and everything. Last yeah. year, Amy couldn't join us, yeah. so we've been sitting on this <laughs> for a while. 
you were all asking where you were because you didn't have a special spot in the uh, showcase last year. And then I had to remind them that you couldn't make it. So yeah. I'm definitely curious to see what comes. It's going to be good. Well, I mean, Amy couldn't make it. We made a half-hearted attempt at getting a ringer. Yeah. But it was very last minute and... I'm irreplaceable. No, you are. You, you are irreplaceable. <laughs> like, it's you worked on this with us for like three years yeah. there was it, it felt wrong to begin with and it, honestly like the, the the question of are we are we going to get a ringer and we said we're going to ask two people <laughs> that we know almost for sure can't make it but <laughs> but yeah i know this year we're back for the for the team tournament back for the friendly i'm super looking forward I to need it my um, medals yes <laughs> so yeah. We got. Yeah. Oh yeah, no, I need, I need, I need medals too. I require validation. It's the, it's the only thing that matters: mm -hmm. victory. Mm -hmm. I need my serotonin. <laughs> I, I want to get back to the uh, the forty k friendly for a couple of seconds. So you mentioned like team pay, like the the whole team pink thing, and obviously we've we've grown a certain attachment to team pink. We've. <laughs> almost got a, a static core for team pink every year about we have a group chat six, yeah about <laughs> six people we have our own group chat we're organizing giveaways it's 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 becoming a thing um <laughs> that perhaps you guys didn't necessarily intend so does does teams like team pink affect a little bit how you guys run the event or does it have no impact do 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 we bother you? <laughs> no, I want to encourage this kind of stuff. Like if we had more of it, since since there's really no way to gamesmanship the scoring for points, yeah. <laughs> the more we can get like fun theme, have everybody having a good time. Like that's again the the core principle of the friendly is is inspiring that. So shoot, I mean I'd love to see if more more groups want to uh, do this as long as we don't get to the point where like we're gonna somehow game plan the army compositions. Oh, yeah. that kind of stuff. But there's no one's ever treated it that seriously, so I have no worries. So you're not worried that it's gonna like have any negative impact on the spirit of the event? No, no. If anything, it just it just inspires others to uh, to uh, get involved. I mean, we still get probably 10, 20, 30 percent of the people are new to the friendly every year. You know, we have a good core of you coming back every time. But it's nice to see like you know new blood coming in and uh, getting them involved. They're like, wow, we never knew this existed. This is actually kind of cool. How that was my biggest panic. Know that exists it is the loudest event it is the loudest event that was my big we're, panic we're, when when registration was going not terrific and i was like no just the one it's one thing it is one thing please just let me get in yeah we probably could scale a little bigger i'll have to talk to matthias who organizes you know for future years because um i i mean we we run like we run the back end of it with only really two of us uh, in the past and having a Swiss style, I used to try to be really serious. Like I wanted to be serious pairings, like the best people against the best people. And then I like said, screw this. Everybody's like drunk by round two anyway. So yeah. I, uh, no, there's some secrets behind it, but like round two and three are paired before, uh, game one is like a third of the way finished. So it's uh, <laughs> make it easy to run, uh, from a scoring perspective. Yeah. Yeah. The, the tournament aspect of the friendly is very much takes a backseat to just like I said, like the beer and festival aspect, it, it's it's a great way to be playing a, a friendly game with friends you didn't know you had yet. Um, do you con opposed to what I just asked about, like fears fears of harming the spirit of the uh, uh, of the event? 
do you do you guys have plans to uh, to expand on the idea of the how the teams work or is it just going to remain kind of like this this just, this is the bandana you you wear and maybe your team will win yeah i think it's we're going to probably keep it just the bandana you wear and i'll like, like there are like special requests like team pink that want to like group together because you're really good friends and this is fun for you we'll definitely accommodate that kind of stuff so uh the nice thing is we usually have about 13 ish people to a team yeah. Uh, so there's always always room to add. And I think, uh, yeah, I mean, maybe at some point in time, we feel like we want like preset teams of individuals to come. It's actually, I'd love to get the, get the feedback from the, uh, the crew that plays. Huh. Right. Like if, if, if it's uh, anybody listening worries about the idea that Team Pink is has more, I would say, initial cohesion before it breaks down towards to, throughout the event. Um, one of the one of the founding principles of Team Pink in the background is always trying to provide as much of a good time to our opponents as possible. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. and I I think this year we've we've got we've got plans. Like, <laughs> we're we're all so walking dumb. away with uh with people that we have no problem them being our wingnet wingman anytime. I haven't gotten to do this since 2019, and so help me, I have a lot <laughs> a lot of fun to have. This is. <laughs> Whew. Yeah, and we we purposely kind of designed the missions and some of the extra stuff to be wacky enough that you can't prepare for uh, from a play style thing. So that's that's part of the thing too. So like, it's not never there are they missions out of the book. Uh, no. We have a lot of like sidebar stuff, and it's a little crazy. So again, like when people need to treat it uh, the way it is, which is not very seriously. Um, so that, I, again, it's not for everybody. Like I had some people like year two of me running. They're like, man, this is this event's terrible. Like. I'm so used to playing like rulebook missions and like they were throwing some crazy stuff. He was doing like first turn charges and my character <laughs> was assassinated in the middle of the board. And yeah, so it isn't, it definitely isn't for the, uh, you know, cookie cutter by the book uh, type players. The year that it was the Princess Bride, uh, one round, my warlord died before deployment. <laughs> so that was good. Is it's... that where you faced off in the middle of the table? Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's it's uh, what I like to think about the uh, the friendly compared to the other competitive events. That the friendly is less about gaining victories as mu and much more about gaining memories. It's mm. all about these little these moments that wouldn't necessarily happen in in most other contexts. Um, one of them in particular, like I remember uh, one of my opponents uh, play, I think he was playing Space Wolves, and he spilled some beer on one of his models. And instead of just picking up his beer, he just stared at it for a second, and went, "I'll." That's how he would have wanted to go. <laughs> and it's it's great because like for every year I have stories about mm -hmm. these games that I don't necessarily get from more competitive events where my mind is less about creating these moments and enjoying these moments that spontaneously arrive and more on trying to think on how am I going to save my hammerhead from being destroyed by whatever super weapon my opponent <laughs> brought to the table. It's also your yeah. excuse to bring those models that you love but are terrible. Like, just put them in. You're good. Yes. No problem. And I did, I faced off against the Solo Cup Dreadnought army one year. That uh, was. There's a pretty old ringer army. That uh -huh. is the, uh, oh crap, we need to uh, run this. And actually, Jeff's uh, oldest son has been the pilot of that Solo Cup Dreadnought army. <laughs> so <laughs> the year that I did it, um, it was it was a bunch of regular friendly players who had convinced one of their more serious friends to come hang out and he got put in charge of the solo cup. And so he sat down across from me and was not real delighted about any of this. 
Um, and by the end, he did stumble rather drunkenly away from the table and his friends came over after and shook my hand. So I feel like that was a successful year. That is awesome. You took it for the team against the solo cups too. That yeah. time. it could be a little intimidating it's at first. It's not good. I could not shoot them. It was it was a, it was not a good time for me. I think you had brought just Harlequins. Those my Harlequins, yeah. So once they were out of a vehicle at the time in the rule set, they they, they couldn't do anything. Back in the olden days of uh, armor. Yeah, didn't matter. It was a good time. It yeah, it was. It's, <laughs> that's and that's the thing. Like it's. I feel that the 40k friendly is immune to bad times happening because yeah. of tryhards, which is what makes it great. And I feel that the narrative event probably has the same thing. Yeah. Um, you, you guys, I haven't participated yet, unfortunately. Uh, I do hope probably in 2024 to be able to schedule my, this is why I need you guys to talk to me. Like I need to be able to participate <laughs> in all those cool events. Um, but no, it's, it sounds like another event that you guys will be sort of shielding from the, the, the sort of um, tension that comes from having these try-hard moments. Yeah, and I'll be fair. Like, I, I enjoy some of those games, too. Like, every everything's got its place, right? Sure. Like, so that's why I'm hoping that I can cater to those that are just here to, you know, they don't get out very often, right? And this is like the one time they can kind of break free and have a good time, meet with friends, do that. I, I see Amy, you're like, yes, this is this could be this one of those moments. Yes. Um, the, the more experiences I think we can make uh, to have everybody have a good time is, is super important to me. Yeah, no, and I mean, this is one of the things, like when I was trying to describe Adepticon uh, at the at the beginning of the show, I it is one of the things that's great about the, the, the 40K, the Warhammer hobby, or just the miniature wargaming hobby is how varied it is and how it offers something for everyone. Obviously, now we're talking about the 40K friendly and the narrative because these are the two events that I that, that you work on. But there are other events like you talk about the rivalry with the championship, the team tournament. Certainly, team tournament has 125 teams, so you've got people that are there just to goof around, getting drunk, and you have the absolute hardcore want to win at all price, and they're all mixed in together. And we all still manage to have a good time. And yeah. I think that's just the magic of Adepticon in general. Yeah, my favorite part is just getting inspired, right? So mm -hmm. I, I just love like walking the tables and going, "Whoa, this is a cool idea!" Like I, you know, get put that in the back of your brain rolodex of like fun things to do in the future. It, you know, it. I don't know about you, but like I walk out of there at on Sunday night going, "Oh my god, these are the, all the things I want to do for next mm -hmm. year." And that, that inspiration part, uh, it really, really jumps it up for me. I every year I have a fourteen-hour drive uh, back home with my brother. And most of the time, we go into Adepticon exhausted. Uh, we're painting figs in our hotel room at the last <laughs> minute. And we're promising ourselves, no, this is not, the last time. Like, time. We're, yeah. we're taking a year off next year, or this is the last time we're doing the team tournament. We need to do less. But by the time we leave Adepticon, we're in the car. We've got 14 hours with nothing else to do but just talk about the cool things we've seen, the cool things we've done, and start brainstorming what we will be doing next year and by the time we get back to to montreal where i live um we've we're we're settled into what we're doing <laughs> and i'll be texting amy who's on her yeah. flight and then our other team members and just saying hey how about this how about this and we're already drawing up lists knowing full well that the rules and the pointage are going to change <laughs> by then it's like you say like it's just an absolute maelstrom of uh, of, of inspiration yeah, it's a part I enjoy the most. I mean, also the kind of the, the build up to it. Like, and I, I know your team's you know broken up physically by you know distance, right? Too, so yeah. it's a little little more challenging. But even some of the 
sessions where you get together over a beer, you know, talk about it, uh, do maybe a, a terrain building session if you're a display board or, you know, painting together or none of the beautiful thing about doing stuff online, we can, you know, share and, and show progress throughout too. Yeah, absolutely. So Amy, do you have any further question for a esteemed guest? Oh, geez, I don't think I do. I'm so excited now. I mean, I was already excited, but now I'm like more excited. I can't wait. Yeah, this is this is great because I still have some painting to do and uh, <laughs> being able to talk about Adepticon with some of my friends who are going to be at Adepticon that I'm eager to see and hang mm -hmm. out with. Uh, that, that gives me the fuel I need to get back into it. Put those hours in. It's great to get ready for a family reunion. So it, yeah. uh, I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be great. So uh, Brian, do you have any any final words, any anything else that you want to talk? I, I, I just need to point out one thing. Like right now, if you're listening to this and you're going, oh man, this friendly thing sounds great. I'm going to go sign up. Yeah, it's so probably a problem. Fair, fair, we always have some drops yeah. for whatever reason. So we usually get in at least a half dozen of standbys. So if it is sound like something that sounds fun to you, uh, just show up to the uh, TO table and uh, just say, put, put your name on the list and there's a good chance we'll get you in. Okay, like I, I was, uh, I was being a doomsayer, saying like, "Hey, it's full, <laughs> so sorry, gang. 2024 is your next chance." But no, absolutely, let's do what Brian says. I mean, spectating is pretty great too. I will say, <laughs> you at least have to cruise by. And uh, definitely check out the narrative if uh, if you get a yeah. chance. Well, I'll have some giant terrain yet to be built, but like a really large obelisk piece that I'm hoping to make like four or five feet tall. So we'll see if that uh, engineering feet goes together. But um, yeah, we'll be back 48 days, Brian, 48 yeah. days. <laughs> it's fine. Well, thank you very much for uh, for joining us for this. Um, like I said, it's very re-energizing. Re I'm hoping it uh, opens some people's eyes to both to Adepticon and to the events that you run and at least check them out and hopefully participate in uh, this year and the years to come. Well, thank you so much for having me. Cool. Well, we'll try to make this a, a tradition. Maybe we'll have you for a post-mortem after Adepticon. That might be nice. Yeah. You can tell us about everything that went wrong. <laughs> Sounds good. I don't know how to end this show, JF. I have no idea. <laughs> I, I <laughs> did my unprecedented. best. Um, well, thank you, everybody, for listening slash watching. All of our um, all of our social media information is in the show description and until next time happy hobbying